Every day is an opportunity for you to learn something that sets your home improvement or home services business apart from the competition. Let's make today one of those days. This is a podcast for home improvement and home services marketing. This is Built By. You've got to be adaptable. You've got to find a way to accommodate a comfortable customer. If you're not getting the home advisor leads in the first five minutes, you shouldn't even do it. Hopefully we're eating their lunch while they're trying to get back up and running. Hey, what's up guys? Matt here with Hatch and Built By Podcast. I hope you had an amazing New Year's and holiday season, um, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Um, It's good to be back in 2021. It's a clean slate. It's semi-clean. There's still some smudges that probably will be hard to come off uh, from 2020. But um, for all intents and purposes, I'm ready to hit the ground running, and I hope you are too. So I took the week off last week. Um, I wanted to do kind of an audit of where we're at with the podcast, what was working, and and what you guys found valuable. Um, I drank a lot of bourbon. I played a lot of golf. Uh, I rewatched a lot of episodes, um, talked to some some folks, and what I found was that um, really that marketing piece is what provided the most value. I think marketing in and of itself provides more value across the entire organization than um, any anything else. And my reasoning for that is because um, as an owner, if you're about to spend $10,000 in a, a social campaign, like how confident are you? Like, do you know what that entails? As a sales manager, when your reps are at a house and knocking on a door and they're having a conversation with a homeowner, um, it gives you a leg up if they've seen the logo and they've heard the name. Um, you're not, it's, it's still cold, but it's a little bit warmer than cold, lukewarm, maybe, I guess you could call it. I'm going to refocus Built By and provide you the most value this year. Um, I really want to hone it. This started as a podcast for marketers. I'm a marketer myself. Um, so I'm honing in on that this year um, as the main way that I can provide you guys value and help you do your job and make this your best year yet. So I'm officially declaring 2021 as the year of the home improvement marketer. And there's no better way to start the year off than uh, with this episode today. We're starting this year. This is like kind of a Super Bowl episode, in my opinion. It is uh, unbelievable. I am so glad that um, I connected with Sam Byler over at Goose Point. Um, they recently partnered with Hatch. They're an advertising marketing firm. He's co-founder there. Um, amazing backstory. And he just knows so much and he provides so much value. And it's it, I was picking up a few things to, to apply to my own. Sam has an interesting story, you know, at 15 years old, he quit school to become a roofer, uh, quite a career move. Um, it was at his dad's roofing business. Um, eventually that business kind of pivoted into, um, they provided the tools and, and, um, they made equipment and stuff for other roofing businesses. So, um, they became kind of a a product-based, um, business from service-based. And during that transition, Sam really got into marketing and social ads and um, learned a lot of things. Um, Then he spun off his own little side gig, Boost Point, with a uh, web developer, um, found that 
he had the secret sauce for what worked and that was you know very localized ads on social media specifically facebook and like again this is like an unbelievable uh first episode to start the year off with hopefully i can kind of keep up this momentum uh, with the rest of our guests we have a ton of great guests planned for the remainder of january um, i'm really excited for for what's to come um and by all means, if you're watching this, I want to kind of remove the barrier. Add me on LinkedIn, uh, Matt Miner. I work at Hatch. Um, message us, you know, hit us up on contact us, leave like comments on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify, like any suggestions for guests or like, even if you want to tell me you hate it, how I can make it better. I want to learn. I want to make this really a resource for you guys that um, makes a difference for you and helps you crush your job this year. So without further ado, Sam Byler at Boost Point, enjoy the episode. I kind of grew up in the in the contractor market. Actually, my, my dad was a, a contractor. He then started a business called Equipter, which is a manufacturing business. We manufacture a piece of roofing equipment. Um, and so I was the marketing director there for about uh, four years. And the problem I saw in the contractor market three years ago was um, you know, a lot of contractors were trying to figure out social media ads for lead generation. Great opportunity, um, almost unlimited potential as far as lead generation in a local uh, market. But the problem was three three years ago, as I talked with contractors every day about this, because I was in a marketing role and like just rubbing shoulders with contractors every day at trade shows. And um, the problem was, is like, okay, I see the opportunity, but the how was missing. It's like I don't have the marketing experience to figure out native ad platforms like Facebook ads manager. And I don't even want to, and you know, I, I don't really have the budget or the confidence to go to a marketing agency that would specialize in this, um, to really make it work. And, and it's hard to find a marketing agency that really knows what they're doing with social media ads specifically. Um, so then two years ago, set us on a mission to actually build a marketing software that really simplifies the social media ad lead generation um, ad space. Um, so we built a platform where contractors can easily do it themselves um, at a fraction of the cost of like hiring a marketing agency um, and actually get really, really good results. Very cool, man. Um, you know, starting at the beginning, it's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, you see this not even just in home improvement, but in companies general, it's where, uh, you know, an owner's like, okay, I'll bite. I'll put some money into a, an ad campaign, whether it's on Facebook or Google or, or something along those lines. Um, they throw 10 bucks in for a month. They don't see any results. And then they think advertising, advertising is cursed and it won't ever work for mm -hmm. them. Um, you know, and this line of thinking is very wrong because it, it takes some time there. Um, you know, in your opinion, um, you know, what are some mistakes you see when owners have this kind of mentality of, uh, you know, I'm a, I dabbled in it, but it, it didn't really work for me. Yeah, I, I think it, kind of a general rule of thumb when I think of advertising and marketing to be successful with it is you have to have the belief in it before you invest in it um, and actually go into it with confidence that it's going to work. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just going to put you in the right mindset um to to be able to be successful um with this social media ads specifically um some of the key mistakes that that we often come across with maybe contractors that have tried to do 
you know, Facebook ads themselves um, is it's often in the details of the ads themselves. It's like, I mean, cause it, the ad itself, the creative can determine like, are you going to see cost per lead results of 20 to 75 bucks, which is the average for uh, home improvement leads through social media, or are you going to th see three to 500 bucks like per lead? Like we we've seen both and some of the details is like, okay, like what type of conversion pages are you using? What's your ad creative look like? What's your photos look like? Um, and just some of those details. Um, and maybe some of the other things that, um, that mistakes that, that we've seen contractors make is, you know, it's, you know, if that's kind of an example of someone's going to try to do it themselves, you know, through mm -hmm. Facebook ads manager, on the agency side is maybe going to a marketing agency that specializes in SEO or your website. Maybe they do everything and expecting them to be social media ad experts as well. Uh, yeah. We often see come across a lot of contractors that waste a lot of advertising dollars by leveraging a marketing agency that maybe doesn't specialize or have you know a lot of experience um, with with social media ads. Gotcha. Uh, that's awesome. Um, you know when it, when thing that Boostpoint does really well is um, you seem to really hyper focus on location. So geotargeting, which is, you know, serving ads specifically to a geographic area, whether that's zip code or whether that's, you know, um, a town um, that kind of seems to be your bread and butter. Um, why is this such an important piece of the puzzle for you guys when it comes to your social ads? Yeah, there, there's usually two strategies when I think of location <clears throat> when building um, ads on, on social media. Like a, a lot of people don't realize that you can get as narrow as a one mile radius mm. when you're building social media ads. So think about like the way you, you've maybe used postcards in the past. The reality is you can get more impressions by spending less on social media in a very hyper-targeted area versus traditional media. Um, and so one strategy would be Hey, where have, where have I, where's the past dozen or two dozen jobs that I've done, or where am I planning to work the next 30 days? Let me put in those addresses and just hyper target those areas because that's where people are already seeing my trucks or seeing my yard signs. I'm already active in those neighborhoods. So let's look at, Hey, let's generate more brand awareness and actually generate some more leads in those particular neighborhoods because you know, they, they're qualified neighborhoods for me because I've already worked in those areas. Um, you know, an industry maybe like the roofing industry as well. It's like, Hey, where are you canvassing? Where are you currently canvassing? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Hey, hit those same areas with social media ads or after a hailstorm, maybe be the first one there, um, and set up campaigns right after the storm. So that that's one of the, the methods and the strategies with targeting is like a very hyper-targeted approach. Um, the second is, and, and what that you're going to get more qualified leads, your cost per lead might be a little bit higher because you're taking such a targeted approach. Um, and then the second strategy, and I, I recommend contractors use both of these simultaneously. The second strategy would be like, hey, let's look at your whole service area and kind of have this evergreen campaign always going on in the background where, you know, maybe it's your whole service area and you're really looking to get, um, you know, the lowest cost per lead 
and just consistent leads for your sales team and for your pipeline because that's where hey every month you know i can invest four or five grand just in my whole service area and i can just see consistent leads come through usually the larger the audience on social media ads the lower and more efficient the cost per lead it's just kind of like a general rule of thumb with the facebook ad algorithm um mm-hmm. so that's kind of another method uh for for targeting that we also like to suggest yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned canvassing. So digital ads are, are, it's basically digital canvassing. It's like you're paying a sales rep that never sleeps, never eats, works on the weekends, is always on, um, you know, constantly churning, finding people and, and kind of spreading the gospel about your company. So it's, it, it's that's an interesting frame of reference there. Um, cool. And, you know, you mentioned that targeting and um, that's a great segue into um, a, a, another question I had, which is, you know, Facebook's targeting algorithm is unbelievable. It, it's crazy. It just churns and the way it works is, it, correct me if I'm wrong, is, you know, finds people that convert on your ads and then it finds people that look like that person that converts and then serves that ad to them. And it's just constantly happening in the background, just this really engine and it tightens up the more that you have money in it and the more that you're investing in it. So, um, what are some, and feel free to, to not give any secrets away, but when it comes to targeting, what do you guys see? Is it that broad-based general interest kind of targeting um, or you know, is it more hyper-focused? Yeah, um, great question here. Great question. On, because the, the, the possibilities are kind of endless when it comes to targeting, audience targeting with, with Facebook. And, and it's so different depending on you know, what, what industry you know, you're in, I mean, it's completely different for B2B versus e-commerce. And like, I mean, it's just a whole world of like, how do you like the type of audiences that you can target a huge, a huge, like, like my first experience with like that light bulb of like how I can target people on social media ads and that, that I was like, there's no other platform that I can get this targeted was eight years ago when I started running social media ads for Equipter, the company that, that I was, uh, uh, working for it at that time. Yeah, I could get in front of roofing contractors like in the US. And I'm like, wow, there, there's no other place that I can like spend this low of a budget <laughs> and get in front of such a large, large audience that was super targeted. Um, and so as we've been working with contractors, um, you know, over the past two, three years, we've learned a lot as far as how to filter the targeting criteria on Facebook uh, to maximize ROI for for contractors. Um, and there's kind of two methods to this as as well. Um, what most people start in with is like we've we've done a lot of audience research for contractors, um, and we've seen the combined with the the geo targeting. So like getting like really. Um, tuned into what geography you want to target that's that's a, a really that's one of the most impactful things it's like hey the areas um because for, for most contractors it's like hey you know we're as long as they're homeowners in a certain area they're a qualified prospect mm-hmm. um and so you know that's a, a bit more the general um type of audience targeting so like again we've done all this industry research and like in, in boost point, this is all done on, on, on the background. So it's like, you only have to figure out the geography that you want to target. And based on our industry research, depending what industry you're in, you know, 
the the targeting criteria automatically comes with your account. Um, mm -hmm. But kind of that general targeting is like, okay, let's hone into people that we think are homeowners, that their behavior on Facebook indicates that they're homeowners um, and target those people in a certain geography. Um, you can then like income based as well. You know, you can mm -hmm. filter some, like some contractors, Hey, they, they really only go after the super high end, um, clientele. They don't mind a higher cost per lead. Um, but you know, they, they sell up, you know, a really expensive product versus some contractors, Hey, like we'll really take any homeowner. Um, and so there's some of those things. Then you do get into a, a little bit more of the complex, uh, forms of, of, um, uh, of targeting with Facebook. And, and one of the ones that we've seen perform fairly well is utilizing, uh, the, the lookalike audience, mm. um, targeting criteria that that you can leverage with Facebook. So for an example of that, like if you've been in business for a while, you know, you have a list of several hundred, several thousand uh, customers, you can um, leverage that list um, through Facebook to help find more people that um, are similar um, to those individuals. Um, yeah. And, but again, kind of like the, stepping back a little bit here, like, you really have to think about social media ads uh, a little bit differently than you would like Google ads or something like that, where Google is like intent-based advertising. So like you're not targeting people on Facebook that are searching, hey, I need a new roof. Like it's a bit more like TV advertising or radio advertising. You're taking a certain audience, putting your message in front of those people in a creative way that captures their attention in hopes that they're going to act on that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so there's an interesting conversation here of like, okay, well, you know, I've heard the argument of like, you know, aren't Google ads or that type of advertising home advisor leads, like wouldn't those tend to be higher quality leads versus, you know, something like social media ads because they already know they have the problem. You know, with home advisor, Google ads, they're searching because they already realize they have a problem. Right. The interesting thing that I've found here is the, the straight answer to that is it kind of depends like which, which mm -hmm. lead is, is higher quality. Um, but what I'm starting to see is a little bit of a lean to a higher quality lead. If you're running your ads properly on social media, mm -hmm. reason being is because if, you're qualifying your leads properly on social media. And the easiest way to do this is ask the right questions in the conversion page. So, you know, ask a little bit about, you know, if it's a roofing company, Hey, tell us about your roof or, you know, maybe you're a uh, kitchen remodeling contractor, you know, tell us about your project that you're planning. So again, you're, you're getting them to give a little bit more information than just their phone number, email address, first name, last name. Yeah. Um, so you're qualifying them a little bit, but the thing here is since you were the one that kind of intrigued them and engaged them first, they're most likely not currently in the process of searching other contractors where yeah. Google home advisor, they're most likely going to, yeah, they might, you know, select you, give you a call, request a quote from you, but you're in the middle of a list of a ton of other contractors that they're also probably going to get several other, you know, quotes from. Um, so it can be a little bit more of a com 
competitive environment there versus social media ads. Like you're intriguing them, you're engaging them. And at that moment, you're really the only contractor that they're looking at. Yeah, no, that's interesting that, that intent-based versus uh, interest-based, um, you know, it's something you don't really think about finding all those other leads. Um, yeah, I, I think I saw something where it's, you know, people are, instead of, it used to be two to three leads, they were or two to three quotes they were getting. Now they're getting four to six quotes. Um, you know, it's just it, the, the market's getting a little bit more um, packed there. So it's interesting that play of, you you might not know you have this problem, or you might not know you want to get this project done. Here's why. Um, you know, that's another leading into, and you mentioned the qualifying pages. And so when somebody actually does, you know, click on the ad, what do you coach your clients on having on whatever it is that they see next um, for what's best practices that, that you coach on? Yeah. Um, great question. Cause to me, it really comes down to three main things that, um, kind of when you look at the anatomy of a successful social media ad, number one is the targeting. We talked about that already. Number two is the ad creative. Like what's your ad actually going to look like and what's going to intrigue people to act on it. Um, and th this is, um, this, this one I like to call the X factor in social media ads because like it can amplify everything by 10x if, if, if it's done correctly. You know, a super creative ad, um, if there's more engagement on it, like the Facebook ad algorithm takes over and will show it to more people because, mm -hmm. um, you know, hey, that there's high engagement on this type of ad. So you need to think about that as you're creating your your ad um so it, it's very important to think differently that like this isn't a google ad <clears throat> like it's not just text you know this is unique you have text but you also have the option for a photo or a video um and so there's a little bit more energy that you need to put into this because it's, it's more than just throwing text on on, on a screen mm -hmm. um and so some of the uh let's talk about, first of all, the, the, the creative part of, of the ad. So photo and video, every ad needs a photo or a video. So here it's important, um, you know, uh, as one of the most consistent, successful types of imagery that we've seen for contractors is really great before and afters. You know, mm -hmm. maybe you use a product like company cam and, and you have the ability to, you know, easily create before and after photos, whether on a roof replacement or a kitchen remodel, painting contractor, um, concrete coatings, like all of these um, types of services, you're operating on a home and there's usually some visual component to this that can be really um, intriguing um, right. at, at first glance. So like a before and after the contrast of that, it's just a good scroll stopper. Like, hey, look how we transformed this home. Um, and a before and after in that contrast is usually a better way of stopping the scroll versus just maybe a photo of a brand new pro like a finished project, because it's like, mm -hmm. especially like a roof or something or an exterior remodel. <laughs> if you just so show the finished product, there's nothing to compare it to. And like, I could be scrolling through Facebook and it's just like, oh, it's a picture of a house yeah, yeah because there's there's no context for that image. So again, before and afters can be great. If video can be super powerful as well, the nice thing about video is you can capture more capture more attention 
from your audience. Um, because again, people will spend 30 seconds watching a video versus a, a photo. You can basically digest that in a couple seconds and, th and then you're done. Where if you utilize video properly, you can capture more attention and more screen time with a potential customer. Now video is a huge variable because like I've seen a lot of people just like, Hey, try to throw their promo video on, on a Facebook ad and like expect it to operate, you know, perform really well where it's like the context of video on social media, you more have to think about it. Like how would you FaceTime a friend? <laughs> like, right. Well, it is a bit more like, the context of social media, I mean, it's, 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 it's engagement with other humans is really why people are there. Um, mm -hmm. So you really need to think about that if you're using video in your ads. Videos can be the, some of the most powerful forms of advertising, but it needs to, you need to think about it and produce it properly. And when I think about produce it properly, I'm not talking about spending $10,000 to get a video crew to come in and, and record you. I mean, the most effective videos that we've seen are just like selfie style videos. Like think about, Hey, maybe I'm a roofing contractor in the neighborhood. And I'm like, Hey Lancaster, you know, we've been doing roofs in your neighborhood the past month. We have a special promo, uh, through a financing offer, you know, that we're offering to the next 10 customers in this neighborhood. We're right here in your neighborhood. Behind me is a job we just completed yesterday. <laughs> Fill out this form below, um, and we'll come out to you tomorrow, you know, and and get you an inspection on your roof. So again, something like that would be super engaging. The yeah. context is there because I can see, oh, this dude's in 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 my neighborhood or a neighborhood close to me. Um, but again, you have to think about it more so in that context instead of just, oh, let me throw up my promo video um, on an ad. So the, the ad creative, like the image or the video side, like that's really how we coach our clients to, to be successful with the ad creative, the ad text, like that's a whole other, uh, very vital component there. It's easy to just, Oh, let me, you know, use a headline of get a free roof inspection or something like that. Again, you need right. something a bit more intriguing. Like maybe, um, you have, you're running a, a special, you know, a, through a financing offer or something like that. Like not many people realize, Hey, I could, I could, uh, get a new roof replaced with, <clears throat> without paying anything up front. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll pay more attention to that instead of just, you know, clicking on something that every other contractor is offering. Hey, I can get a free quote, things like that just really don't engage anymore. So you have to think about your offer. Um, mm -hmm. and then the three quick things, I have a little bit longer of an ad framework, a nine part ad framework that, uh, we usually help uh, contractors coach through to build at successful ad techs. But the simple version of it is like, you need an engaging offer. Um, but then also think about the problem and the solution and what your customer's life will look like afterwards and build your ad techs hitting those three components. So yeah. instead of saying, Hey, we're a contractor, we've been around for 40 years. We're GAF certified. We're that, that, that talking all about yourself. No, you first have to first speak to your customer and their potential problem. And then you have to talk about your solution and why they should choose you build that trust. And then what will their lo life look like afterwards after you solve that problem for them? But that's a quick Great. rundown of kind of how we think about ad creative. So on the creative side, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, you quickly touching on, you know, once once you know the the targeting is right, the creative is right, then the the qualifying page, whatever they click to, is it just kind of a rehash of you know what you showed in that ad, um, with a few qualifying questions that you said to uh, really dig in a little bit more. 
Yeah, so that's the third component of the anatomy of a successful social media ad. Again, we have the targeting, the creative. Well, now what's this conversion um, action? What's that experience actually like? And this is super mm -hmm. important because this is one that's easy to overlook. Uh, you know, a lot of contractors we've we talk with them, maybe tried running their own ads. They're just utilizing the homepage of their website maybe and expecting people to convert there um, or even maybe a landing page that they built. Um, the data that we've found is leveraging Facebook's internal conversion pages is where you're going to get the best results. Data shows that. We've seen on average lead um lead costs, your cost per lead um, averages about double, if not mm. over double, like that's kind of the low end, but at least double if you're leveraging like an external landing page that that's wow. asking for the same information. So again, what, what this looks like, you know, someone clicks on your ad, you've engaged them, they like the photo, hey, let me, you know, click learn more or, um, you know, that next step this conversion page, you know, are they going either to an external URL or you can leverage Facebook's internal um, conversion pages, forms, um, and you can build those custom to, um, you know, what what your service is is providing um but we've seen the leveraging those you have a lot better results it with even more qualified leads because you can ask more questions and get the same amount of leads so um but again make sure you know you're using those conversion pages but then also um leveraging the custom fields portion of it as well so don't just ask for first name last name phone number like dig into it a little bit um just to qualify like again Tell us about your project or, you know, what's your timeline for uh, potentially starting this project? You can ask some of those questions that will help qualify your leads a bit better um, so that you're not just getting, you know, spam leads. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah, it's Facebook lead forms are, are really a game changer for a lot of businesses. Um, awesome. I, I know we've, we've covered a lot of stuff here and uh, I just have, you know, one last question. So let's say that. I'm in marketing at a home improvement company. We've never really dabbled in advertising before, but um, you know, I, I know it's it's the way to go. Um, what do you? How how would I convince my owner or you know whoever's up the the flagpole to um, you know realize that we actually need to invest here? Is it putting together a strategic plan? Is it contacting a company like Boost Point? And ha letting them sell the ads for me, um, you know what, what? What's the the strategy there? Yeah, the the first thing is kind of from a super high level is you you need strategic buy in. So it's like there first needs to be the desire to grow the business from whoever that decision maker is. It's like, hey, you know, are we looking to grow twenty percent? If not, hey, we can keep doing what we're doing and and we'll be fine. But mm -hmm. if we actually want to grow twenty percent, fifty percent in twenty twenty one, what are the things that we're going to be doing differently than the previous year to see that increase in growth? And when you kind of have that simple version of like strategy, it's like, okay, well now where are we going to go? to find that added revenue because just referral based growth, you can't strategically uh, 
and mathematically really grow that at high percentages. Maybe you can expect, hey, organic growth of maybe 5% just through referrals or something like that year over year. But if you're looking for a big jump of 20, 50% you know, growth in your company, you need to think, where are we going to go to find that added revenue and the customers there? The next thing then is like, okay, there's a lot of different channels that we could, um, you know, leverage. You know, we could mm-hmm. try to figure out Google ads. We could try, you know, lead services like Home Advisor, Angie's List. And um, I, I, I usually like tell a contractor, you want to be diversified a little bit, but not so much that you can't do the things that you're doing super well. So you only want to diversify when um, you have one channel that's really uh, working well, but you usually don't want all your eggs in one basket. But the data, the research that we've done and why we built our platform on social media is because right now it's the best ad ROI that we've seen. When you take into context all the types of advertising that you could invest in, um, social media is the most scalable and the most consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that being the reality, it's then looking at, okay, how do we, how do we want to tackle that? So then you're, it, it, again, if, if you don't have much experience in it, you're going to want to leverage some type of expert to put together a plan for you. Um, right. we do that every day at boost point, you know, it's like, Hey, you, you, you want to grow X amount. You're looking for X amount of added jobs per month. Okay. Well, you should expect to, you know, to see that you're going to need X amount of leads. Your conversion rate's going to need to be this, and you're going to need to spend X amount in advertising dollars, you know, whether that's 1000, 7,000, um, or whatever your goals are, but we're always going back to, okay, well, what are the goals? What's the strategy setting the right expectation and then acting on it? Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, you know, it's even worth a conversation with you guys just to learn, you know, what the benchmarks are, like what you're seeing. So you have some data, at least baseline data when you go into, if you're going to try it yourself, um, you know, average cost per lead, you know, things like that that you were seeing. So that's awesome, man. Um, Sam, that's really all the questions I had. Um, You know, as a quick little plug for you guys, um, if somebody wants to learn more about Boost Point or, you know, connect with you on LinkedIn, um, you know, what's the best place to find you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you want to connect with me personally, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. It's a social media app or a social media platform that I'm most active on. Just Sam Byler, B-E-I-L-E-R. Feel free to reach out to me there. Uh, if you want to learn more about Boostpoint, boostpoint.com. You find some information on our website, maybe book a call with one of us, uh, one of our ad experts here to get some more information. Even if, if you're curious, like what are those benchmarks or what should I expect with social media ads? Like we're just always open to a conversation to kind of guide you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Great, man. Um, again, thanks so much for joining. This is a lot of information in here and I think it's extremely valuable for contractors and, and marketers and home improvement. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Really, really love these conversations. And, and Matt, thanks for facilitating this conversation. It's been great. Absolutely, man. Have a good one.